Hello, this is David Abrams, and welcome to the Palms West Podcast, coming to you from beautiful Wellington, Florida. In this episode, Mia and I discuss the green markets now open throughout Palm Beach County. We talk about the overall benefits of these markets to both the community and the vendors. We also discuss four specific markets throughout the county and all that goes into making them thrive. The green markets we discuss are Abacoa, Lantana, Swank, and Jojo's. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. So I am back with Mia, and we are talking about the green markets in Palm Beach County. Mia, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to talk about the green markets today. Absolutely. It's a great article that we... um, have in our December issue of Palms West Journal about the green markets, including two new additions here in Palm Beach County. And um, so I thought first we'd kind of talk about what green markets are and what some of the benefits are. So there, there really are three main benefits that I wanted to talk about. Um, the benefits of uh, mercantile, social, and civic. So for the first one, mercantile, a place for people to come together for commerce. I mean, t- tell, me, tell me your thoughts about, about that, about the, the business side of these green markets. Yeah, so um, from a business standpoint, these farmer mar- farmers markets uh, grant local farmers to be able to be a full-time farmer and a part-time uh, retailer. So it really encourages farmers to still pursue their craft and still create great products and preserve local farmland while also um, encouraging them to bring their produce to the market to share with the community. So um, that it really does benefit them both ways and it still gives them the, the profit that they need to be able to keep um, pursuing their farming craft and keep pursuing um, greater ways of creating uh, good products to give back to the community. So it's kind of a win-win in a way. Yeah. You know, these, these green markets, I think it's, it's such a great opportunity for the vendors because like you said, it gives them time, you know, it, it really helps with time management, right? It gives them time to do their craft, to do their farming. And then the markets themselves are a very condensed period of time. So you get mm-hmm. intense sales over a brief period of time. And so that's that's such an advantage in business to, to really narrow down the time that you have to spend on the retail side of it. And they can, and that frees up so much other time to, like you were saying, work on your products, work on your offerings. And then to add to that, the costs are extremely low, right? The cost of being a vendor at one of these green markets, mm-hmm. um, it's, uh, it really seems like a win for the, um, the vendors and the farmers. So that's a, that's a wonderful, um, that's a wonderful advantage. And the great part about it being just a, a short 
period of time where um, market goers can go and find the product that they need. It also gives the farmers and vendors kind of a standpoint of like what products work and what products do they need to supplement for the next farmer's market. And it really gives them a good idea of who they're catering to and they're able to um, see all their customers in, in the flesh and, and know what they, what they want, what they need from them. Exactly. Exactly. You get, you get more signals because you're actually face to face with your customers versus a lot of businesses. It's, are they going to buy? It's yes or no, right? It's binary. Mm-hmm. Yes, they bought it. No, they didn't buy it. But this, not it's not it's not binary. You get to see them. You get to talk to them. You get to see what they want. You get to you know get all the the social cues that um, that you can't get with with many other businesses. So that I imagine that's a that's a huge advantage for those um, for those farmers. And 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 like you were saying, they can test out products. Maybe they got something new that they want to just kind of see what the reaction is. I think this is a wonderful way for them to do that. Mm-hmm. It's just like strange things that have come up. Like, I don't know if you've tried cotton candy grapes. I've not. So <laughs> it's probably just like a mistake uh, some farmer made one day and then they tested about and everyone loves them. And now they're in a lot of supermarkets, but it probably smarted, started at a small ca- scale like this. Cotton candy grapes? Yep. So they put the cotton candy around the grapes? I honestly don't know how it happened, but it's kind of like some some people are getting into like mutating things like there's a, an apple the size of a grape or, you know, a bunch of other different things. And everyone just wants to try new things. And that's where these markets really do succeed because people are really able to pursue things that wouldn't necessarily end up in retail stores or wouldn't necessarily end up in supermarkets. So it gives people a platform to broadcast these things so they could grow and that they could get the recognition that they do deserve. So. Yeah, you're, you're right. Because if you wanted to try a cotton candy grape to get that into a grocery store, is there's a lot of costs associated with that. You got to package it. You got to you know find grocery stores to sell it. It's a big effort. But yeah, if you can just put it on your table next to your other stuff and kind of see what the response is. Mm-hmm. Cotton candy grapes. Wow. So we've talked about the uh, mercantile aspects of green markets, the the business advantages for green markets. What about the social benefits? What What are the benefits for for the people that are selling and the people that are going to these green markets? Yeah, I think um, socially, there's just so many benefits on both sides, and they become intertwined in a way. Like, um, it's so fun to go to a farmer's market by yourself, you kind of feel like the main character in your own movie, just going to the farmer's market with your little basket and getting fresh flowers and fruit. And then you make a perfect vegetable soup that night. But most of the time, it's just fun to go with some friends and um, like you all carpool to the farmer's market and you each get your groceries for the week. And that's a fun part of engaging with your, your own friends. But from a bigger perspective, the community really does come together and um, it can become a, a social event. And it is really nice to make those connections with people, the connections with vendors and local producers and 
to be able to support people in your community is such a, it's almost like giving back, you know? So being able to support them, they're able to pursue their craft further, you're able to meet new people, make new connections, and it benefits you and it benefits them. You get to have great products that are local and fresh, and they get to have the funds to keep pursuing their business. Absolutely. And, you know, this is a uh, very uh, interesting part of the uh, the benefits of green markets. And I really want to stay on it for a second because the social aspect, I think, is so important. You know, we're moving so much to a, a more digital world. You know, people aren't connecting as much, aren't being together as much. And so that's something that these green markets are are great for, but I also want to say that's something that that we're trying to do at at Palms West Journal is to find ways that people can connect. Right, we have this this space here at Wellington Green, um, and you know to to take the um, the old ways of doing things, so to speak, and then to to find a a new way to bring people together and to um, to have a social experience because that's something that is, uh, is, is declining. It's something that a lot of people are missing. And so, uh, these, these markets are a great way for, for people to come together. And so I'm sure that's why they're, they're so popular. Yeah, I completely agree. And it's like, you can't really hold your phone while you have baskets of produce in your hands. And like, you're kind of forced to engage with people and forced to have conversations. And like I said before, um, even with artists and people that sell art or ceramics, you know, it's it's so easy as a consumer to walk into a department store and pick up a painting that has been uh, taken by so many other people. But to find something that's uniquely yours, that's made by a certain artist and um, know that you're the only one in the world that has it, it's just such a cool experience. And then to know the artist behind the painting and to right. have that connection. It makes local. it so much more fun. Yeah. Okay. So we got good business. We got people coming together. And then third, I want to talk about the civic benefits of these green markets. What do you think? So I guess this is how these markets impact the, the community as a whole. Well, um, from a, a civic standpoint, um, farmers markets, bring people together and it doesn't just bring one certain type of people together it brings all all sorts of people and it is very inspiring to be amongst people that work so much with their hands and um it's kind of captivating like you want to be a part of everything and a lot of farmers will offer volunteer work and it just it gives the community a way to be involved with each other um so, and, and to kind of just talk about community issues and to like open up the floor for that communication that's necessary for a community to, to kind of unite. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, I, I've always been wanting to um, find a local garden. There, there have been some like farming facilities that have been made for um, people that don't have great access to local produce and local food. So there's these gardens that will pop up um, around big cities and some families that 
don't have the opportunities to get as much food as they want can go there and they're given fresh produce. So there's a lot of um, great connections that you can make to further help the community um, and further help yourself. It's got to be so much better for people's health. You know, that's such a challenge that we have in our country that um, there's not a whole lot of places to to get food, right? I know in a lot of places they they call it a food desert or something where you, mm-hmm. where there's no, uh, there's no place to really get food except for like convenience stores and fast food places. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like the, the health of the individuals in the community probably is, um, is impacted by having, having these places where you can go get this, this fresh produce. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And there's just so many great benefits to, eating locally and there's not any preservatives in your food and there's not any um, pesticides that are are used or like heavy pesticides that are used in mass production. So it's just a lot better for your body and you can, your body can accept it more and really take the nutrients in and it does help you and your well-being a lot. And I know we're, we're, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but, uh, I know one of these green markets that we're going to be talking about here in Loxahatchee, you were telling me that they, uh, they sell their own produce. It's grown right there at the farm. Yeah, that's actually really cool. Um, so they have a lot of farmland that they've preserved. So they've been able to bring in the community to help them farm the produce and they're able to sell it right there at their market. I love that. I think that's such a, unique part of Palms West that we have these farms and it, it provides opportunities like this where uh, you can go places where people are growing their, their own produce and then selling it at their market. That's, that's awesome. Okay. So those are, those are the three benefits um, of the farmer's markets. And now I wanted to talk about uh, the the farmers markets or the the green markets that we um, we highlighted in our in our piece and our um, in our piece in the December issue. Uh, so the first one I wanted to talk about was Abacoa, which is um, just north of Palm Beach Gardens and just west of of uh, Juno. But uh, tell tell me about the Abacoa green market. Yeah, so, um, well, throughout our article, we kind of tried to incorporate markets that come on different days of the week, because it it does happen often that markets can show up on Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings, but the Abacoa market is great because it's on a Wednesday night. So sometimes a lot of people want to sleep in and not really go out um, of the house early Saturday morning, so... (laughs) So then um, the Abacoa market is perfect for people that just want to get out of the house on a weekday and go and do something fun. So that market is held on Wednesdays from five to eight. And um, it was actually started by a restaurateur named Ryan Witkowski. And um, it started pretty small, but it has grown exponentially to over 40 vendors now. It um, is full of locally sourced produce, um, food, 
and they also have live music and drinks. So it's really catered around um, the vendors, of course. They've looked into the community and seen what the community really wants in terms of food and produce and, and makers. And at the same time, they really want the community to enjoy it. So they get um, a lot of great artists to come and play music. And so you're strolling around the market, but you're also having fun at the same time, even without buying all the cool stuff that they have. Don't even have to spend any money, just showing up. You get to, yeah. you get to enjoy all that. Exactly. And there was, there was one vendor that I wanted to uh, pinpoint because they're from Royal Palm Beach. It's Pet Once. And uh, I was, I was uh, looking at their website. They sell all sorts of pet products. And it's, it's uh, gourmet pet products. And they'll, they'll deliver. So uh, I think the, the main product is, is uh, obviously food right food that you um give to your pet on a on a daily basis and they will do deliveries um of their dog food or or cat food um so i think that's kind of cool they're they're at the abacoa farmer's market yeah and they have such um pure products with such great ingredients that are basically almost human grade products so your dog won't be begging at the table anymore because he already has steak in his food. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I have a, I have trouble um, keeping enough food at my place, so I, it has crossed my mind. I wonder if I can eat the dog food. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I'll get I'll get some food from Pet Once, and then I can I can share it with Sam. <laughs> okay. So uh, the uh, the next one I wanted to talk about is uh, the Lantana Lantana Green Market. Um, t- tell me about that one. Yeah, so this is an, another one that it's just fun to go and enjoy the open air because it's, it's actually waterfront. And um, they also have locally grown vegetables, fruit, handcrafted beverages, coffee. So um, that one is on a Sunday morning, so 9.30 to 10.30. But they do have coffee there for all the people that it's hard to wake up that early. And they do offer brunch as well with mimosas. So kind of, it's a little bit of everything for everyone. They have um, some great art opportunities and and children can enjoy it, but they also serve alcoholic beverages. So parents can enjoy it too. Well, I was, I was thinking, you know, 930 is not that early, but then mm-hmm. when you said they serve alcoholic beverages, oh, maybe it's a little early for alcoholic <laughs> beverages. Maybe. Well, it's open until 1.30, so <laughs> you don't have to feel that guilty about it. <laughs> the next one I wanted to talk about is uh, is the Swank Specialty Produce Market. This was the one that I previewed a little bit, um, but this one is in uh, Loxahatchee Groves. And so I, I know you you really like this one. Tell tell me your thoughts about the the Swank Specialty Produce Market. Yeah, so I consider this one to be a very communal, very um, inclusive market. I, they all are really open to the community joining, but the Swank Farmers Market has just a really great way of trying to incorporate the community to come together, and that kind of starts with they have. 
uh, tables lined up for you to enjoy your food and their larger tables so that you sit with people of the community. And um, I feel like that's just a really great incorporation. And yes, so they, they do grow their own produce very close to the market and they have had the community come together and help them out with it. And um, it's just a really cool, um, a really cool opportunity for people to go in and enjoy um, local produce, but also they have chefs come in and prepare the food. So you're able to go and purchase a ticket and join one of these events where a chef will actually curate a, a menu f- with this local produce for you to enjoy. Very good. And then the last one that I wanted to talk about is JoJo's. Tell me about JoJo's in, in Jupiter. Yeah. So um, JoJo's Farmer's Market was actually start started by 23-year-old Riley Burns. Um, she has actually lost her mom to cancer um, and that kind of inspired her to create this farmer's market that promotes health and wellness for the community. So after um, seeing her mom really struggle with her illness, she really wanted to urge the community to really start to proactively care for their well-being and their health. And so uh, it's it, this farmer's market offers alternative forms of holistic medicines. They offer free yoga classes and um, just really great produce that tastes really good and is really great for you as well. So this it, it's just a, a really great farmer's market to go to when you really feel like you need to promote like a healthier lifestyle because being around all these vendors that are doing just that, it's, it's just really inspir- inspiring. Jojo's sounds great. I know that they, uh, yeah, they really focus in on healthy living, right? It's, it's a way to kind of recharge your body. I feel like they have yoga classes, they have, um, ukulele players there for you to also get some lessons because it's easiest, it's the easiest instrument to learn. And I know that because (laughs) I spent some time trying to learn the ukulele as well. Oh yeah. It's It's really fun. Yeah. Do you know how to play? Well, um, I do, but you know, it's it's hard. I could never play the guitar because some chords are hard, and I only have four strings. So, so on on the next episode, will you will you play the ukulele for us? Yeah, you just might need me to redo the intro with my extreme ukulele talent. We'll cut out the music that we have, and and we'll just have have you in the background <laughs> stroking the ukulele. I guess that's more for your, uh, your spiritual health, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you got, you got food for your actual health and now you got ukulele lessons for your spiritual health. Mm-hmm. And so Mia, I know that you're a, a big fan of the, the green markets. So tell me a little bit about your personal experience. I know you, there's, there's one in particular that you like to go to. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Yeah, so ever since I moved to Miami about a year and a half ago, I've always been in search for a great farmer's market. And I've gone to a couple that weren't very exciting for me, but this one was so over the top and so amazing that I want to go back all the time. So this one is the Yellow Green Market in Hollywood. And it is this just ginormous warehouse full of over 300 vendors and I might be even 
like underestimating how many vendors there are. I think it changes every week and it has food that's prepared for you, local produce, vendors that create art, clothing. They have people that come there just with juices that are pre-made and it's just something for everyone. They even have this huge smoker right outside um, right outside the, the warehouse where they like smoke fresh meat for barbecue and um they have every single cuisine under the sun and probably the best produce i've ever had (laughs) so it's just it's a really fun experience and um you can you can find everything you need to make dinner for two weeks there so you you feel the the social impact that it's having on the community you're there enjoying it with everyone and everyone's having a good time yeah, it's it's honestly incredible. And every single vendor, even though it's really busy and they have thousands of people go through that market over the weekend, they they connect with every single person that comes and wants to know about their business. And I've actually had a really great experience with one of the vendors there who sells fresh pasta. And I bought some bucatini from them. And I had I just went back the weekend after just to tell them how amazing their pasta was and how much really? I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was just a, it's just really fun. You you'll you'll always find something new, even if you if, if you go every single weekend. There's always something new that's hidden in some corner. And well, I imagine, especially if there's 300 vendors. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a really great topic. I. Um... I'm glad that we uh, did this article about it and it's going to be in our, it is in our December issue that's out now. And also it'll go online. I think it's Friday. Yep. So everyone um, check it out on palmswestjournal.com or pick it up in one of our newspapers. And um, it's a really great topic, especially with the, the cooler months here in South Florida, everyone can get outside a little bit and, and enjoy these, these wonderful green markets. So Mia, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. And don't forget to check out our website, palmswestjournal.com to get our latest stories. And while you're there, you can also sign up to have our newsletter delivered right to your inbox. Please make sure you subscribe to this podcast today and join us as we share our stories in this Palms West community.